Welcome to the Ask the Estate Agent podcast, here to give you the knowledge and inspiration to take the next steps in a world of property. Your weekly dose of property market updates, top tips on buying, selling, renting and investing in property. From your expert estate agents and through interviews with industry specialists. We're here to answer your questions. So here's your host, serial entrepreneur and estate agent, David Thomas. Hello everybody, David Thomas here and thank you for joining me today for this episode of Ask the Estate Agent podcast. Today we're going to cover moving home again and in a previous episode of the podcast, episode 12, we covered um, some key tips to taking the stress out of moving. So definitely go back to episode 12, listen to those top tips there and in today's episode we're going to cover a few more that have come up over the recent months, um, dealing with lots of people moving home, coping with the pressures and the stress. Um, and these tips will definitely help you, guide you, and give you a bit of advance notice of the kind of things you need to be thinking about. So uh, thanks again for joining. Thanks again for sending your questions in. And um, this is a hot topic that comes up quite often. People... Um, really do find this the the most stressful and hard thing to go through actually moving home. So hopefully these tips will help guide you in the right way. And um, if not anything, sort of print off the show notes, have that as a guide and a tick sheet, and um, it'll help you in some way. So let's get stuck straight in and um, get through this list for you. So Moving house is one of the most stressful things you'll ever have to do. And with so much going on at that point, it can be easy to forget something essential. As soon as you get the date for your move and the time for the exchanging of keys, you can start to get organized. So take some time to make a list of small tasks and tick them off as you go. So as we covered in the previous podcast, a to-do list is is almost essential. Build up a good checklist Use these show notes, um, build in there any other things that are relevant to you and your circumstances. And then, you know, you've got less chance of forgetting something really essential. So the first thing then is just that. Get organized. Avoid leaving anything until the last minute. And as a starting point, consider putting together a to-do list to help you prioritize tasks. An inventory of what you want to keep and take with you will also be a big help when it comes to packing for the move itself. The next thing then is book time off work. So as soon as you have the date, um, you're then orchestrating the whole move itself. Make sure you book that time off so that you're stress-free, you can focus solely on that, um, and you can make the moving day a success. The next thing then is prepare the kids and pets for the move. So if you've got a family, it's going to be a lot harder, but preparation is key. So, um, you know, if you've got young children or pets, either arrange to have them maybe stay somewhere on the day of the move with relatives um, or ask if a family member, friend or neighbor can help you out and look after them whilst you're actually doing the moving. So the the hard task of actually getting everything to the property and into the property, you know, ideally you don't really want um, your kids and pets running around and, you know, it can be, can be dangerous with big heavy boxes being loaded around and things. So, you know, a top tip is to sort of try and get them out of the way for the actual move bit and then, um, you know, things can happen quickly and safely. 
The next tip then is don't rule out moving yourself. So rather than thinking about straight away going for removal companies, you know, it may not be necessary if you're relatively nearby. So work out the distance to your new property and most importantly, the size of the vehicle you require to transport your possessions. And if you're willing to put the work in yourself, it can save a lot of money. But that said, special furniture might well require experienced removers to pack and protect it so as to avoid damage during the transit. So don't be overambitious. Um, should you decide to do it yourself, research self-hire services in the same way um, as you would removals companies. Um, man with a van, people that, that can do it um, for relatively smaller uh, moves or specialist items and things like that. But again, be careful to check you've got the correct vehicle um, for it, the correct vehicle license if you're going to be driving it. Um, so if you're going to hire a vehicle, just make sure you've got the right license and everything to be able to do that. And um, again, just do your research on any providers that you use, um, man with a van, you know, go with recommendations and uh, you shouldn't go wrong. So don't rule out moving yourself if it's a relatively easier or a smaller amount of furniture to move. But the next tip then, if you've got a large house or you've got some valuable items or, you know, you're very busy and, and got lots going on, then removal companies are the way forward. But again, get multiple quotes because they do vary dramatically. They also vary dramatically in service as well as price. So take your time to do the research, get plenty of quotes and get recommendations from people that have moved before. Ask your estate agent, you know, if they've got removals companies that they've worked with with other people before that they can recommend um, you know, just get as much help and advice on this as possible and it will just give you a good chance to um, get make an informed decision. So once you're clear about your moving date, then begin that search to get all your removal costs. And um, one good recommendation is if you're using a removal firm is try and find one that's a member of the British Association of Removers, the BAR. Uh, this is a trade association that maintains professional standards within the industry. And uh, I'll put the link in the show notes so you can go onto their website and you can actually find companies through there that are all um, part of that association. So get all your quotes together, get all your recommendations, find the best ones uh, for your particular move and then get them all booked for that date. So the next thing is to make a change of address list. Um, this is quite often left until almost too late. You're then scouring to try and um, get all these together and, and remember all the people that you should be notifying. But, you know, do this as early as possible. Um, there'll be a number of companies and people you'll need to inform of your change of address. So it really does pay to draw up a list. But if you can't remember them all, don't worry. Um, you have always got the Royal Mail's redirection service, which will forward all the posts sent to your old house to your new home. And it's really easy to sign up and you have the option to redirect your mail for three, six or even 12 months. So again, um, I'll put the link in the show notes for that service. Um, I've always used it as a backup anyway, because when you try and think of all the people that you've come into contact with, if, particularly if you've lived there for you know, a good number of years, you know, you'll have used all sorts of different companies and 
people will will have your address on their system and they may not contact you frequently but you know if they contact you within 12 months then of you moving at least you're made aware of it it's forwarded on to you and then you can let them know of your change of address so definitely the redirection is a great service and a good backup but at the very least create that list get everybody notified that you can remember and uh, you shouldn't have anything go wrong the next thing then is to set up your services ASAP. So it's frustrating to move into a new property only to find the electricity or the broadband isn't working. Um, nowadays with with technology and the way everything is all Wi-Fi and uh, internet enabled and everything, you know, you really want to try and get all this set up before you move so that it's all in there um, as close to your moving day as possible. So it's worth checking with your agent for the previous providers so they can check with the vendor who the existing providers are. Um, it means you can call them ahead of time. You can either set up a new account with them so that the service um, continues with them or you can obviously shop around um, and use various websites to find the new provider. You may also want to use your existing provider at your home and inform them that you're moving and move the service with you. The key with it all is to get in touch with them as soon as possible because some of these moves can take up to 14 days to get the services in there. So um, yeah, think, think weeks ahead on this one and get your services all set up. Next then is check who holds the keys for the purchase. So this might sound like an obvious step, but it is surprising how many new homeowners forget to check the date for when the keys will be released for the property. Ensure you clarify whether your new keys will be released by the solicitor, the conveyancer, or the estate agent, and when. Often it will be on moving day, not before. So as soon as you've had um, formal completion on the purchase, uh, the next thing will be contacting about the timings for collecting keys. So just make sure you know who you're going to be seeing and that you can get to them on the day. Next then is looking at researching access points on the day. So this is a logistical consideration now and, and often overlooked, but making sure there's adequate access to the property for large vehicles. So especially if you've got a large lorry load of removals or your furniture, um, so to ensure there's no hidden surprises on the day and you try and pull up with the lorry and you can't get into the street, um, you know, it's not going to make the move-in day a, a success. So think ahead, um, go and visit the area, check access points, check that everything's going to be um, as you need it on the day. And, um, you know, always, you know, check with neighbours as well and the other vehicles using the road outside the property whilst you're offloading. You know, it might be worth just knocking on the neighbours, telling them that you're moving in tomorrow. Um, so they may want to move their vehicles out of the way or around the corner just to allow the lorry to get to the front door. So, you know, prior preparation and planning on this one just means there's no um, hiccups on the day with actually getting you moved in quickly. Next then is plan your packing in advance. Packing up your old house may appear a daunting task, but it needn't be. Many people make the mistake of packing up rooms according to what will fit best into boxes, but it makes much more sense to plan where you want to put items in the new property. Labelling goes without saying, but working on a floor plan for where you want everything to end up will help you to work out whether it will fit or not at the end of the day. 
So thinking about um, packing specific rooms into specific boxes, you can even use a floor plan, label them up like that. Um, and it just means when it gets to the other end, those boxes can be taken straight into the room and everything is in the right place. The last thing you want is lots of boxes moved in, put into various rooms, and you actually have to move them to the other end of the house once the removals company have left. So by planning it all out in advance, using that floor plan as well, great idea, great tip. Um, it'll definitely make the move a one hit um, and everything is all in the right place. So yeah, great advice. Next one then, dismantle heavy furniture first. It's very tempting to focus on packing the smaller items that can easily be put in boxes first, but tackling the larger furniture like cabinets and wardrobes should be made a priority as these usually take longer. It's worth transferring these items to the front of the house in the days leading up to the move so that they can be loaded first. So the last thing you want is to try dealing with these last minute on the day because it, these are quite often the things that cause massive delays then in moving. The next thing then is one that you, you've probably heard of before, but packing a basics box. Um, it's very easy to forget the essentials when you move in house, but ensuring that you have a spare change of clothes, a wash bag and a charger for your phone can be very helpful. You want to avoid a situation where you have to search through boxes on the day you move in to find those basics. Pack a bag of essentials for your first 24 hours so you don't have to root through boxes for your toothbrush. Also, as well as all those essentials, personal stuff is think about, you know, tea, coffee, um, you know, kettle, just, just those essential things that you're going to want straight away within the first 24 hours. Pack them into a separate box. And another top tip with that is don't put it in the removal lorry. So just in case there is a delay that the um, either the lorry gets held up or it can't get into the street or whatever it is, if you've got that essentials box with you in your car within that first 24 hours, even if you've got the keys and you can get in, at least you can look after yourself and get yourself um, settled in within the 24 hours and uh, wait for the lorry to arrive. Next then is compile a fact file for the people who have bought your home. So this is a nice and very courteous thing to do. And, um, you know, hopefully more and more people do it and pay it forward. And, and this is just helping those moving into your home understand those things that you, you've almost taken for granted whilst living there. But things like, you know, when's the rubbish collection day? What are the recycling arrangements? Um, specific heating instructions for that boiler. Uh, on the day of the move, defrost your fridge and freezer and make sure you leave any instruction booklets for appliances that you've agreed to leave. So it's just a nice helpful guide that you can leave for the buyer um, that means that they can get in and get set up as quickly as possible. And hopefully the vendor of your property will do the same. The last thing then is make sure your old home is clean. Again, very similar to the previous one. It's all helping um the buyers, just like you would like it when you move into your home, is that they've left it all nice and clean for you. So no one wants, wants to move into an unclean house. Um, and if you don't have the time to do it yourself, hire a professional cleaner to clean the house for you. It'll be one less thing for you to worry about. Um, you can get yourself all moved out and the cleaners in, um, and then it's all nice for your buyer to move into. So that concludes all the tips for today for moving home. It will tie in nicely with episode 12 
And all of these will be in the show notes, so you can print these off and create a checklist for yourself. But, um, you know, if you have any yourself, if you've moved recently and there's um, a great top tip that we've missed here or, um, you know, something that you've you've come across, then please do share it. Please um, get in touch with us. We'd love to share this stuff amongst the community. This podcast is all about helping you on your move, um, overcome all these obstacles, answer all your questions. So, um, yeah, if there's things that, that you've experienced that, that around this subject or anything, then please do get in touch and let us know. You can contact us through our website, asktheestateagent.co.uk, or reach out to us on our social media channels, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. So thanks again for listening. Hope it all helps. Hope the move goes really well for you. And um, until next time, it's goodbye for now. We look forward to answering your property questions and helping you with your next move. Thank you for listening to the Ask the Estate Agent podcast.